Two peas, Two and, peas a and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Two peas, Two and, peas a bong. and a bong. Two peas and a bong. y'all two peas in a bong in the building it's your boy dp it's your boy kp and reporting live from quarantine it's ubon (laughs) (laughs) with that being said i guess uh y'all know what we're gonna talk about today um the coronavirus man uh in the craze behind it. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point, everyone has been affected in some fashion. Um, even if you, you know, don't have the virus, everything surrounding it is probably caused some changes in your life, whether it be work, you know, uh, if you got some kids, they didn't shut down the damn uh, school district. So your kids are probably at home. Um, if you're working from home now, they're at home getting on your damn nerves. And if you're not working from home, maybe you don't have the, you know, the ability to do that. Um, you know, on a, on a serious note, you know, you have some folks who were losing jobs, losing money. Um, this is having a, you know, negative effect on them. So a very serious negative effect. So I just kind of want to get everybody's personal perspectives on this. First off, um, are y'all shaking hands, man? No, 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 no. Elbow bumps? Nope, not even. At this, what y'all doing? Just giving niggas uh, the nod? I, I, I am, man. I'm I'm shaking hands and still pounding niggas. I'm still giving Whoa. niggas the Listen, I am. I'm at a new gig where I'm meeting new people every day. And at this point, we are all on the same accord. Hey, we, hey, nice to meet you. You know, it's eye contact. Say what you got to say. And then we get on. It's a, it's a, it's a mutual understanding, but no handshakes. Not on this side. Man, I, I really quickly, I went to a convention uh, for my job and it was like a ghost town. Like I've been to this convention before a couple of times. There's a lot of foot traffic. This particular time, the numbers were low, obviously because of the coronavirus or whatever. And I shook maybe mm, two dudes' hands. Everybody else was like elbow, nod, air high fives and all that stuff. Like people were not playing with that shit. But it's kind of like you naturally shake hands. So when somebody stick their hand out to shake your hand, it's kind of like, oh, you got me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got caught in a couple of those situations, but um. Yeah. So y'all not shaking hands? That's okay. I no, I didn't say that. I said I am. I'm oh, so you hands. are, Kevin? Okay. Yeah, I still shake hands. But I mean, these are people I know. These aren't these, these aren't strangers. If it you know if it's a stranger, I do get what you're saying, Uban, with a stranger, like a head nod or uh, the, the air high five or the wave. Question for y'all. This is a sidebar. When you see an old dude, do you nod up or down? You got to nod down. That's the respect. <laughs> you got to nod and when, you, and when you see a young dude, you nod up. Yeah. Yeah, you nod up. <laughs> or yeah. one of your peers. Okay. Just yeah. checking to see if we yeah. on the same accord. So yeah, if it's my if it's my folks that I know, 
then you can get the you get the elbow or the or the um or the forearm you know we can get the forearm but it should be a, at this point it should be a very good understanding listen the only reason i'm letting my kids get close to me is because they're my kids if it wasn't for that them motherfuckers wouldn't get close to me either <laughs> Damn, Uban, so, so Uban, if i if i see you right now we ain't we ain't pounding man not at all i just seen my cousin james uh on saturday that's my cousin i gave him you know we gave we gave a forearm sweet Damn. Um, it ain't no disrespect kev it ain't no disrespect like you niggas ain't shit. Not, <laughs> my own kids if y'all wasn't my kids y'all be at uh arm's length give me give me at least three feet i need at least three feet from the kids because y'all motherfuckers is the ones that's really out here promoting that bullshit anyway so you know it's 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 it's, it's hard out here man I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hear that one of my people's had it and I came in contact with them and now I'll be looking back and like, damn, that fucking dap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> only giving, listen, only giving niggas the, this, I'm only giving niggas the forearm if I got the long sleeves on. If I got the short sleeve on, then it's just, I'm going to give them the, I'm going to just rock mine solid right here to the chest. Like, all right, brother, black, yeah, black power, man. <laughs> uh what do you guys just in general what are your what are your first thoughts that come to mind when somebody brings up the coronavirus the covid19 uh okay dr Patton. you know man i just uh i see all this stuff happening man as far as people going to stores buying up everything and you know at this point right now man if you ain't got tissue you ain't shit man like <laughs> <laughs> this dude right here you ain't shit if you ain't got tissue nah um i've i've actually been to the stores man I'm, i've been to the grocery stores i'm i'm looking at people buying up stuff man and it man it feels like so much more man it's it almost looks like people are gearing up for some kind of war or or or, or, or just the the ending of the world man it's it's crazy man people are you know they're they're on pins and needles man uh there was a situation where my wife uh she was in the middle of two dudes getting into it it was road rage but they were getting into it and one dude reached in his glove compartment and pulled out a gun um and they were they were actually headed to the grocery store but it's just hey man it's it's just it's really really weird the way that the people are acting right now with everything that's going on yeah but what what the hell was that road rage about they could have been arguing about anything uh, i it was over it was over a U-turn, man, and they were they, oh, they were headed to the store, man. It just and shit is it is it, really really weird. I mean, I, I I feel like it does feel like people are gearing up for like Armageddon or something, right? Mm -hmm. And um, at this point, I mean, you kind of have to have a sense. You have to kind of go into going to the store with the feeling that you're gonna have to get whatever you can get because if you're if you're going in with the thought process that I'm gonna get four rolls of tissue because that's all i need well you might not be guaranteed to come back to another four rolls so the fact that everybody started that trend now is putting people in a position where you have to basically stock up because you don't know what's going on you know what i'm glad you said that because i was talking to my brother about the same thing because i asked him did he uh you know does he believe that this virus is really as serious as folks are making it out to be and it's almost like even that part of it don't really matter at this point it don't. because it's like 
like, if you don't get your ass out to here and get some shit, you ain't gonna have nothing. You just gonna yeah. be shit out of luck. And that's the funny thing. I was I was just telling somebody I was at the I was at the grocery store on uh on Sunday getting something for my pops, and I see this dude walking through the store, like venting, talking about, dude, this guy's like everybody's tripping. It's only the flu, bruh. Shut the fuck up. Get your- <laughs> 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 right? Check this out. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be the dude that when all the stores are shut down, you're going to be trying to rob folks because you're right. Yo, shit. When you are going to the store, though, what are some of the things that y'all would suggest somebody gets? I'd say get um, like my neighbor, my next door neighbor, man. Uh, he's smart as hell. He got 30 pounds of rice, 30 pounds of beans, like good to go. So mm-hmm. get the, you know, getting, unless you have a, unless you have a deep freezer, unless you have a, a extra freezer where you can store your, your, um, your meat, stuff like that, your seafood, uh, you know, get the stuff that you know is going to have better shelf life, oatmeal, um, rice, you know, like things, things of that nature that can worst case scenario is just enough to sustain you like shit it ain't, it ain't gonna taste good but motherfucker you gonna live because it's gonna give you exactly what you need you know to make it through two or three meals you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kevin yeah i was i i, I want to echo what uban said non-perishable items um and and even you know people like fruit so you know get you some frozen fruit and 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 uh and make sure you stocking up on water. Water. Get you, get you some water. Hydrate. Uh, me, I have five gallon water. Con- I have the container, so five gallon waters. I was fortunate enough to uh, fill up before the frenzy started. So I had filled up my my gallons of water on Tuesday. So I got about thirty gallons of water with that. So, but I would I would highly suggest you doing that. And if you can't get uh, toilet paper, you need to be creative. Get you some kind of napkins, get you some baby oil and get you uh, like the the baby, uh, the baby soap and create some wipes, some baby wipes and wipe your ass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you, you can't, can't get hand sanitizer, get alcohol, you know, like, yeah, so okay. yeah you, you can be creative. All right. Yeah. Those uh, those are some of the things that I was thinking of. Those are some of the things that I actually got. And in terms of food, Ubang, you were on point. First yeah. thing I was thinking of was get some rice, get some oatmeal, um, you know, get you some canned goods, some beans, you know, some corn, uh, bags of potatoes. Those are those are not expensive. You could do a lot with potatoes, mashed potatoes, fries, uh, you know, scalloped potatoes with breakfast, um, baked potatoes. You know, there's a lot of different things you could do. You could be potatoed out, you know, but you're going to be you're going to be eating something, putting something in your system. Um, so yeah, like, you know, just the, the hot cereal stuff that you could add water to and, uh, and, and just, you know, like pancake mixes and stuff like that, that are easy to, to kind of, you know, quickly put together, you know, you gotta, you gotta get that kind of, those kind of things, man. You know, a lot of people are getting the, uh, the, the ramen noodles and stuff like that. Full of sodium. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of people are, are rushing to get those. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I got a few of them as well. But um, just just some things that are simple, um, yet sustainable. Like, you know, hey man, bread, peanut butter, and jelly all day long. You know, like, come on, we we ready over here. One other thing that I would say, man, that that people, because you know, yeah, you want to eat, but we still have to keep our children active. 
So an hour a day, man, is some kind of act, physical activity, whether it's some jumping jacks, whether it's running in place, whether it's some quick jumps, some sit-ups, some push-ups, we need to keep them moving, not just sitting around eating and doing classwork. They they need some kind of physical activity to, to just help with, uh, with, with their immune system, man, and, and, and staying healthy and not packing on pounds with all of this that's going on. And, and again, it's, I think we're even past the stage where it's about how how real the coronavirus is, right? At this point, the way they're shutting down cities, the way they're shutting down things within the cities, it's about taking care of yourself just because. Like, yeah. you know, San Francisco, they're literally on a three-week shutdown, 24-hour um, curfew. And the only thing you can leave the house for is to go to a doctor's appointment or go to the grocery store this Damn. shit is the purge this this shit is like the purge nigga so if you telling the motherfuckers that locked up on tissue and frozen food and all that shit in san francisco that they was crazy three weeks ago now y'all motherfuckers can't leave the house restaurants right. closed down and the only thing you can leave for is to go to the doctor or go to go to the grocery store now we to the point that you're starting to get cities shutting down and la is not too far off from that la has officially closed down all bars all um, restaurants, unless it's takeout, gyms, movies, um, arcades, bowling alleys. Basically, if you're not coming out to get food or to go to the grocery store, take your ass home. So it's getting serious. So, you know, to all the conspiracy theorists that are out there talking about, hey, you better get a gun and you better do this and you do that. And everybody's telling them to go to like, shut the fuck up. OK, well, I got my gun. <laughs> Shit, I got mine, bro. Motherfucker run up at this crib. Yeah. There's going to be some smoke in the city, man. You're not fucking around. Yeah, it's, you know, so. You better be serious about it, too. Yeah, it's not a game. And like you said, the, the craziest part about it is the information is coming out so fast. I mean, the updates are coming every day. I had a uh, I had a meeting at work today and they're like, these are my higher ups telling me like, bro, like this is this shit is changing by the minute. So keep your phone on. You know, shit might come out at midnight. Shit might come out at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. You know, like you have to constantly be on your shit because we don't know how it's affecting the workforce. And again, it's, it's mm -hmm. much much bigger than the virus itself now it's like oh yeah no matter how real or how sensationalized the virus itself is that shit has shut down a lot of the bigger cities in the united states you're not hearing so you're not hearing as much of it from small town usa but like the big cities new york la san francisco you know shit seattle jersey you know what i'm saying like motherfuckers is getting they're getting quarantined man like shit is crazy bro right right then you have the situation in uh um, in uh, Italy, man, where, man, it's Whoa. it's like Whoa. the reports, based on the reports, it's out of control out there, man. Like, you know, I, I've seen reports of uh, corona cases approaching 20,000 and the death toll over 1,200 out there. And the Italian government is uh, ordered a shutdown, ordered a lockdown. And I believe that started this past weekend. And you got to think, you know, if we're not prepping or doing whatever, is, is it going to, is the situation here going to mirror that you know what i'm saying like i don't know but it's like it's it's kind of one of those things man where it's like you don't know what to believe but again like you said when you're thrust into this shit and you look at the environment around you it's becoming a situation where resources are scarce you gotta get on the move yeah. And then, hey, once once the resources are in place, the it becomes a have and have not situation, yeah. which could lead to, you know, violence and robber 
calories and all of that kind of shit, which ultimately is a what? Survival of the fittest situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that shit is crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like, I never thought in Los Angeles I would see grocery stores with lines out the door first thing in the morning. Crazy. Insane. Crazy. The grocery stores, they're modifying their hours. So you have a lot of these grocery stores. If you're on the West Coast, it's Vons. If you're on the East Coast, I think it's Safeway. But same company out here. Mm -hmm. They typically open at like five in the morning and stay open until like one in the morning. All right. So I I try and cruise by there five in the morning, like 530 in the morning the other day. They had to modify their hours like they're getting so much demand. They're like, we're only open from think like eight to eight, eight in the morning to eight at night. But even at five o'clock in the morning, there were people that worked there that were there three hours early just to prep for everything that was going to go on that day. And check this out. There was hours at a Vons. I went to a Vons uh, today for lunch to see what I could scoop up in there. They had a certain uh, time frame that was like senior hours. So wow. they were allowing the elderly to shop first. And That's then good. they were. That's good. You know, <clears throat> <laughs> My bad, Uban. Damn, this nigga coughing and shit. You, you <laughs> hey, man. You to be quarantined. <laughs> Hopefully that shit don't see through, see through y'all mics. Ah, hey. yeah. <laughs> Start singing to you, you're contagious. <laughs> Touch me, baby. Give me what you got. Oh. <laughs> don't get me started, nigga. <laughs> I listened to that shit a couple weeks ago, but um, yeah, man. So the seniors, it's it's, it's the craziest thing is that the seniors are the one that really need a lot of the support. You know, need to be able to get to the grocery store and do their thing. But mm-hmm. when I say the shit. He, the shit was happening so fast. The grocery stores, it happened so fast that the grocery stores and Costco and Sam's Club, they couldn't put measures in place to control it. Because just right. about it, if they would have known two weeks ago, three weeks ago, what was going to happen, they could have put measures in place to control things. Like, hey, you have a limit. You can only buy two two things of toilet paper or you can only buy two things of baby wipes. You can only buy two loaves of bread. Like you can put limits on stuff, but it's happening so as ever changing and happening so fast that it's really first come first serve. So right. you got the old lady or the old man walking through the store and you know, you got a swift 20 or 30 something year old that don't give a fuck. It's like, <laughs> you know, I see this old nigga going, I see this old nigga going for the bread. Let me go ahead and tiptoe past. Hey, Hey man, listen, listen, you know how many, <laughs> you know how many swift, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ruba was going when he was oh, saying shit. it. Oh, I'm just imagining it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here picturing that shit like <laughs> you gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Hey, listen, listen, listen. You know, you know how many you know how many swift 20-year-old I don't give a fuck motherfuckers is out here in LA? Like, listen, listen, you know how the shit is like the like the uh the dairy section where the milk is and the eggs and shit. Motherfuckers were opening that shit, walking in the back. Like, fuck wow. this. Wow. <laughs> I know it's some shit back there. Like, wow. people don't care. Like, wow, it's damn near Armageddon. <laughs> so I was I was gonna ask y'all though, have you ever so think back to the LA riots? 
because we were all alive when that was popping off. Mm-hmm. Think back to that shit. Yeah, think think back to that. Can you see a repeat of something like that happening with this shit? Worse. Yeah, this is worse. <laughs> this is much worse. worse. Because this nationwide, that was just a pocket of Los Angeles. On top of that, on top of that though, Kev, check this out. The riots, it was... The anger was directed towards whoever this fictitious man is, the man, right? So mm-hmm. they were going after establishment. They were going after stores. They were going after, they were looking to come up, but they weren't looking to come up off each other. Right. Situation like this, fuck the store. Once they go through the store and the store is done, then they come in the houses. You know yeah. I mean? So you thought the riots was bad. It was at least everybody was on the same page. Like, hey man, it's a store over there. Let's go inside, see what we can get collectively. I might not know you, but I'll go in and get what I can get. You go in and get what you can get. And we all on the same team just don't get caught. But now let's shit. This 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 is every man for himself. It's a different ball game. But you know, right now we not on the same team anymore. It's every man for himself. So it's a whole different ball game. I gotta ask y'all, man, how are y'all doing on toilet paper? Oh man, listen, I can't um <laughs> like I'm not disclosing my resource. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, exactly. Hey, look. <laughs> you know, look, you know how they say you already knew what I was about to say. You already know what's coming. You know how they like, man, man, let me let me know what a hookup is, and you like, ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they got no more, man. Uh, man, I can't be telling you my spot, man. Oh, man. Let, let's let's just say that we doing all right over here. Hey, 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 for, man. For now now well so so you know my pops is in that baby boomer age man so i'm talking to this dude and and man god damn man he jumped on it early man they got months and months of supplies of toilet goddamn paper i'm like man we we gonna mm-hmm. have, we got to find a meeting point because <laughs> i'm over here <laughs> like I'm telling my sons, hey, man, just wipe with a couple sheets and get your ass in the shower and, and wash your ass with some soap and water. You know, it's weird because people aren't taking soap. So it's like you got all this toilet paper, but you ain't taking soap. Like it's certain. Oh, they things. are. Oh, uh, oh, I mean, they, they, wipe, they are wiping out everything. They weren't, they weren't taking soap at first. It's like y'all got all this tissue, but y'all ain't getting no damn soap to wash your ass. Uh, what the hell, hell is yeah. going on? They got food. They ain't got seasoning. Like, man, these white folks is something else. They ain't well, touching this. Here's the cold part. Here's the cold part, though. Here's the cold part. And it's the sad part. Um, You go through the... This was... I mean, obviously, I was at Target last week. And even... Shit, even when I went to Vons uh, yesterday for my dad, you look at what's being taken, but the vitamin section is still fully stocked. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a fucking immune boosters. Like... <laughs> You got elderberry, you got vitamin D, you got vitamin C over there. I mean, a vitamin section is fully stocked. People are getting, I was talking to my boy, my boy Deuce. Shout out to my boy Deuce, man. Went to sit you with me. Shout out Deuce. But, um, and he was like, yeah, man, I was, we, was, we was chopping it up about that shit. And he was like, yo, like everybody's taking the cold and flu medicine, like, but they won't take the immune boosters that's going to help you not get a cold or flu. Like that shit mm-hmm. insane to me. Like the thought process with people is just so ass backwards, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Or, or it's the, true. Man. Booster's still there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, man, I got those. I got some for my kids. Oh, oh this was even before. Oh. This was even before this craze, though. But I, I got those. I got some for the kids. I already have my vitamins that I take anyway to make that a regular, you know, a regular part of my routine. So, um, I try to stay up on that too, man. But yeah. um, just some of the things, and you know, y'all could tell me what y'all ended up uh, scooping up or what you kind of put into play anyway. But we, we already had a water filter. Yeah. Um. So. 
I mean, you know, you could just put some water in there and let the filter do its thing. So that'll help with your water consumption. We got some bottles of water also, so we can kind of, you know, couple those together and, and uh, see what that'll what that'll do for us. But I mean, I was I was thinking back to the days of my grandfather because, you know, uh, like y'all know, my grandfather, he was a he was a cook. He was a, a chef. He cooked in the army. Um, so he he knew how to I mean, we told stories about this before, about like Kevin's first time coming over there and him cooking and all that kind of stuff. But he knew how to ration out food and he knew how to cook for large groups of people. He knew how to make a meal. And then if it was something left over from that meal, he knew how to make that into a new meal. Right. And, you know, just keep it just keep the party going. Um, So, you know, I was talking to my brother and I was like, man, we got to go back to his way of doing stuff like we kind of do it now, but we need to really tap into that. He also because, um, you know, they're from Arkansas. Kevin, I know you KP. I know your people from Arkansas as well um you know kansas city missouri uh down there in louisiana all those parts so my grandfather uh well my great-grandfather he was a sharecropper so they were farmers Mm -hmm. my grandfather had a garden in our backyard and i remember like helping him you know get it you know prep the the uh soil and everything uh separate the you know certain types of crops in certain sections uh you know plow and all that stuff i remember uh and i was telling my brother we got to go back to that man like so we have our own shit so i ain't got to worry about running to a store for everything like i don't have you know i don't have nothing no i need to have my tomatoes hey you know potatoes all that shit kill him yeah Killer Mike been telling motherfuckers that shit for a minute. Man. Killer Mike been telling yeah, and it's it's crazy. He been saying it, and it's like I I sit back and I look, man. I I lived this. I seen this firsthand from my grandfather. Like Ooh. seen it. Yeah, me too, man. Used to have to take care of that goddamn garden. Yeah, I used to hate that garden growing up, man. Water that damn garden. I water the garden. He's like, you ain't water. You just do some. You just do some some water. You sprinkle some water on it. I go and <laughs> kick it up. And be dirt underneath the damn mud. I'm like, oh. Nigga wanted me out there watering for two hours. I'm like, I can't do this. Nah, so, yeah, but, man. I, mean, I, I miss it, man. We had collard greens. We 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 had all that stuff. And whenever company would come over, I would have to go in the garden and I'd pick vegetables for everybody and send them home with 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 a nice bag of vegetables, man. Yeah. Um, so I, I I agree with you, man. That that is and that is something that I've wanted to do. Is just where I live, the ground isn't as fertile as it is in inner city Los Angeles. We got some we got some good ground there, man. Some good soil there. We can we can grow virtually anything there. Still. But you know what, man? You're just gonna have to make your own. You're gonna have to get your wood pieces up and you know get your own dirt going something to make it fertile enough and deep enough to where you know you can you can grow your own shit i mean the you know obviously weather permitting because arizona gonna burn your shit up yeah it's just hot out there but you know you can you can soil wise you can kind of make your own you know your own bed before we shift too much y'all um <clears throat> shout out to uh Tremisha, uh poindexter a very close friend of mine um she has a boy that she uh introduced me to well not introduced me to uh she told me about uh one of her friends this dude's name is uh antonio reed and since we were talking about the gardening i just kind of wanted to throw his name out there um he's a black dude uh has he grows uh crops um and his, his ig page is we grow people underscore food um he's growing uh his own food and stuff like that. But he's also like promoting knowledge and awareness of 
you know, healthy eating and stuff like that. So uh, he's got some positive things going on. Again, it's we grow people underscore food, uh, Antonio Reed. And uh, I found I found out about him by way of uh, Tremisha. So just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Nothing wrong with highlighting our folks, man. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I agree with you. Shout out to Antonio. The um, hey man, no, nah, that's crazy. I mean, listen, everybody down south has a has a has a leg up. My boy Steve, he um, out in the Carolinas, man. He uh, he 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 grows his own uh vegetables and grows his own fruits and vegetables in his backyard. You know, so it's not it's not unusual to the folks down south um just being able to take care of yourself regardless of the situation. But out here, it's different. You know, and right now I'm trying to tell my kids like, hey, listen, man, y'all little motherfuckers need to start rationing out that food. You know, so I came to the I came to the table the other day. Uh, this was on a couple days ago and they both got big ass bowls of cereal and poured milk to the top. They then took two bites and they left the table. I said, hey, 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 what's going on? Like, get back over there. Y'all finish you like, you know, finish eating your food. Are we done? Nah, man. OK, I see now what it's going to, have to be. I'm going to have to start putting chains on the motherfuckers like <laughs> Like my boy Joe, oh, yeah. Joe Clark, you like, gonna be in there? I'm at the door. I'm like Joe Clark. Take the chains off the door. Take the chains off the door. <laughs> hey, cause, cause, cause that's. Hey, I remember my uh my brother my uh my little brother told me like, hey man, I'm gonna have to start rationing like our dad used to. Our pops used to ration all the time, man. Like, so he'll give us like literally like a cup, a cup of cereal. Put that shit in the cup. Put that shit in the plate, <laughs> and then give us like the evaporated milk. He'll mix it with. Water. <laughs> And and I'm like, damn, this nigga is crazy as hell. But now I'm like, okay, I see how these kids is playing it, motherfucker. We're gonna have to go back to the old school. I'm gonna have to start rationing it out on y'all motherfuckers, man. And what? that's the thing too, man. Like, just think about it. Your kids in the house all damn day, they're gonna wanna eat everything. Everything at their disposal, not with no regard for nothing. It's like sit your ass down, you know, do whatever homework they got you doing online. I don't know if y'all kids are getting work online. Are they doing that with your kids at school? I know your kids are homeschooled, Kevin, but so that's an NA. But um, yeah. <laughs> but my oldest is still in school. You know, mm. he, in the, he in the country. He in the country part of North Carolina, and I just haven't seen or heard too many things from the country, the country part of the country, because I don't think they really have too much interaction with a lot of people that are you know, would be quote unquote infected. So you know, shit, that's probably like one of the safe havens. You know, so um, but as far as Austin East Seven, they sent them home with a packet. They put some shit together mm. they literally found out friday morning and the teachers at his school were scrambling just to get every just to get them packets so you know they put that together but yeah the food thing for the school like <laughs> my sister-in-law was saying like damn i take that shit for granted like the school does get you know feed the kids twice a day and you know, house them for a long period of time during the day and all that shit. And now, fuck, you know, they they don't have that shit. And of course, if you can afford if you can afford to not because I think they have like different programs that are out there right now for the kids, uh, you know, that need the food or whatever. So, I mean, I'm not obviously I'm not going to take my kids to the fucking food thing because they can afford to just eat at home. So, you know, but um, I just I just feel sorry for like the single parent, single parent homes and motherfuckers that can't afford to not work but now their kids are the kids are home from school for two weeks minimum and you hear mm-hmm. about uh, i heard that in san francisco they're talking about they may shut down uh the school for the rest of the year so how long before that yeah. down to la and yeah man listen so i i kind of
kind of I knew this was coming, and I think um, I told both of y'all that I thought it was coming because they had. Um, it was a trickle down effect, uh, just from my perspective. I'll talk about the trickle down effect from my perspective. So my daughter, um, her soccer team was supposed to play in the Western States uh, tournament for uh, AYSO soccer. Um, we were going to go out there. It's in uh, Bullhead City, Arizona, and it got canceled on I think it was uh, Thursday. They made the decision to cancel the tournament. Was we were supposed to go out there that Saturday, this past Saturday. Um, so when they did that, I'm like, you know what, man, school. And next, and I start telling people, look, they're gonna cancel school. Just, just get ready. And then that right into this week, school is school is canceled. I knew, Damn. I knew it was coming, man. I knew it was coming. And it's like, I'm like, what's next? All the government agencies. If you, if you're working for, uh, you know, places like that, you're just gonna shut down. I think those will be the first places that are like, oh, you know, go home. We're not, we're not gonna have you guys here. It's too, you know, excuse me, too much of a risk. So it's like, like Uban, like you were saying earlier, it's constantly changing. There's some new shit, you know, every hour. Yep. Yeah. At, at one point, it was, it was a gathering of 200 people. Then it was a gathering of 50 people. Then it became a gathering of 20 people. Now they're saying no more than 10 people. <laughs> they don't want more than 10 people. <laughs> In an establishment, man. So, so all of you, all of you fellas, if you and your wife, if y'all got eight kids, if y'all got a bunch of kids, you might have to leave one of them behind. Exactly. Choose which one you like the most. Hey, man, what were you thinking, man, when um Tom Hank and his wife, when you found out that they had the coronavirus, what were you thinking? I don't know, man. I wasn't really, I didn't really have any irregular thoughts about it. I was just like, oh, okay. You know, I, I, I'm beyond, at first I was like, they didn't found a, a white damn face to attach to this damn coronavirus to yeah. where people, no, I'm just telling you what I was thinking. I was like, that people are going to be in a frenzy. Like, oh my gosh, it's, it's hit Tom Hanks and his wife. Okay, Forrest Gump, man. Forrest Gump the the COVID-19 man Forrest Gump <laughs> went through Vietnam say <laughs> ran the world back and forth yeah man save Lieutenant Dan's and this nigga got the virus man you, you know and, you know what though man I <laughs> listen they're talking about Trump came in contact with some folks who have it he probably <laughs> has it <laughs> to be honest, he probably has it, but they're not going to announce that the president of the United States has the coronavirus, but he probably got that shit. They probably got to uh, get his ass full of IVs and all kind of shit before he <laughs> He's on there talking just as crazy as he normally do, too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so so what's the name of the doctor who was the who was like the head of the research? He was had like, to had to step in. Right. What I think he was saying was, <laughs> what is his name? It was Anthony, Doctor Anthony Fauci. When you see, when you see the president standing with the professionals, man, these dudes are sitting there with all the cameras on, trying their hardest not to shake their head like this motherfucker, God, right? Killing this homie. I don't even want to stand with you, but that shit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta see it. Yeah, two polar opposite stories. Like, like you gotta see it. And old boy just literally coming up there, and you know how Donald talk. He'd be like, "Yeah, man, we have a a, a, a virus going around. It's incredible, um, and uh, we can handle it." 
and then a doctor comes right behind him and is like, man, the worst is yet to come. <laughs> like, <right? laughs> is y'all niggas in the same room? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, that shit did not go according to plan. Now it's like, oh. Wow, bro. Wow. So, yeah. but yeah, man, like, you know, they said that the fact that we have the lack of testing, we don't even know how many cases we truly have. And I just, I just, I just texted my, uh, my oldest son who's in North Carolina and even him, they shut down his shit for two weeks. His oh, school, so they did eventually yeah. do it. Okay. He's in the, he's in the, he's, he's in the country and they shut his shit down for two weeks. And, um, I asked him, did they have any cases over there? And then he said, you know, they live in counties out there. It's like, so you mm-hmm. can have like, you know, like a county with a bunch of really really tiny cities and um he said that the county next next door to them had a case so that's in small town north carolina so mm. you know so um obviously it's, it's it's affecting a ton of people and uh and here's the thing though man it's like um so you talk about quarantine and all that stuff if you haven't determined who actually has it how in the fuck do you expect to put a cap on it? It's like you could tell people, hey, man, go chill in your house for a couple of weeks. And then you let them same motherfuckers out who have a virus after two weeks. They're still going to spread it. There's no there's no um, policy or it's not mandated that you take a vaccine. You know what I'm saying? You you can do that shit at your own discretion. So people were choosing not to take vaccines and do the stuff. And, you know, I mean, you, how do you how do you control something like this? I, I know if you cough or sneeze one more time during the show, <laughs> we're going to have to have your ass quarantined. <laughs> did I did I cough? <laughs> you was coughing earlier. <laughs> you should have said that shit a long time ago. I'm like, I did. I'm just telling you, man. You, <laughs> I'm watching you hey, right now. Hey, Kevin, just know because <laughs> you trying to get a funny in, nigga. <laughs> so let's 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 uh let's speak on Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. So here's my take on the first off is. I mean, I don't know if you want to call it. There's really nothing poetic about it, but damn, this motherfucker Rudy Gobert goes from doing that bullshit he was doing. It's almost comical. It is comical, man. I'm sorry. That shit is comical. It's laughable. I know motherfuckers was looking at him like, you bitch. And you hear uh, Donovan Mitchell, he basically saying in so many words, he going to have to see these hands once we get better. (laughs) Donovan Mitchell going to Beat this nigga's ass. I'm telling you, bro. That's real talk. And the funny thing about it is, um, I was telling uh, a couple people I was talking to, man, all the people on that team and only y'all two got it. I think they was I think they was flipping something. They was they probably they was probably flipping some chicks, doing all kind of nasty shit, and then all of a sudden, you know what I mean, all of a sudden the shit went left. But um Well, did they invite uh Christian Wood to the party? Nah, man. You know well, you know him and uh Christian Woods got they were mixing it up in the yeah, game. Nah. They had a little altercation. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and they treat that shit. I'm, I'm telling people they treating that shit like it's when uh Magic came out and was announcing that he had HIV. I was like, damn, niggas is hitting the net with it. Like today I seen Idris Elba. Uh, the actor with with his wife in the back, like he was dying or something. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and you know, she already knows she got it. That means she was doing something right. last night. Like, damn, I was just <laughs> I was just licking this nigga booty hole last night. Fuck, I know I got that shit. 
shit. You got it. (laughs) I mean, in all seriousness, I hope, you know, it don't end up being, you know, a serious issue for him or whatever. But yeah, I was looking at that like, what? (laughs) Like, if he is contagious, wouldn't you want to get away from it? Right. Like, you know, she wasn't going nowhere because she didn't she didn't already tested positive too. Look, he was like, We've informed our loved ones and everything. Like, damn, nigga, you act like you gave her. It's like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, listen, listen, man. That shit crazy. Like she he was like, Oh yeah, she hasn't um she hasn't been tested yet. Okay, but she knows. She knows. <laughs> they over there like that motherfucker interest gave you the motherfucker. <laughs> Nah, because she knew you doing something nasty last night. So she like the way I was tugging your ass down, nigga. I know I got it. I mean, here's my here's here's a question for y'all though. Do you think more notable players in the NBA have that shit? And they're just not saying for the brand, do you think they're like, hey man, whew, just let's just get this shit under wraps? <laughs> Let's make sure we, you know, take care of it, get get rid of it, and then, you know, get you back out there like a LeBron or a motherfucking, you know. It does make you wonder, knowing that they're not allowing players to work out together, that something is going on. Like, eh, they're keeping certain players isolated from other players, and you're only assigned to certain coaches. Yeah, that shit seems pretty weird, man, and pretty strange. Then you're keeping players at the house. Now you've lifted it to where players can travel, but they got to stay in North America. Like, yeah, something don't seem right, man. But, you know, a lot of people are throwing out information um, and theories and all of this kind of stuff. Um, But so there are other things that folks um, die from, you know, the flu kills thousands of people uh, annually. Yeah. And most of those most of those folks, it is said that they fit into the categories of the elderly, young folks who haven't developed their immune system, hasn't fully developed, um, you know, folks who have uh, like kidney disease, um, diabetes, stuff like that. And then uh, pregnant women. So you'll have folks who will argue that there's a certain population that is passing away from the virus it's not that serious because if you're healthy if you're a healthy person then you're able to overcome what a lot of people are saying is just another flu virus how do y'all feel about that i gotta see the rest of these dudes come out on the other side shit start showing me um you know and like the scariest thing is that Donovan Mitchell saying he didn't have any symptoms. Idris Elba saying he didn't have any symptoms. Tom Hanks, his old ass, he was feeling bad. So he felt. He also has diabetes. He, oh, Tom Hanks has diabetes? Yeah, he's got diabetes. He's got type 2 diabetes. Okay, so Tom Hanks felt the, the onslaught or the, you know, the not onslaught, but the oncoming of it. Um, I don't think uh, Rudy Gobert's stupid ass uh, had any symptoms. Um, I don't they they were pretty vague about whether he did or he didn't because everybody was killing him for just being a fucking idiot. But uh, then you start hearing about people like Charles Barkley didn't feel right. So he's self-quarantining. But you got a bunch of people that just want to self-quarantine for the fuck of self-quarantining. Like, you know, but, okay. you know, I just think it's yeah, I'm hearing shit about uh, Bill Gates, Bill Gates uh, stepping down to go into the vaccine business. You know, I, I think that 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 itself is crazy man 
because it it wasn't just Bill Gates that stepped down as the CEO. Um, it was it was a few CEOs. I'm about to about to pull it up right now. Um, so the CEO of Disney stepped down. Mm-hmm. Um, the CEO of Tinder stepped down. The CEO of Hulu stepped down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the CEO of Harley Davidson stepped down. The CEO of IBM stepped down. The CEO of T-Mobile stepped down or is stepping down. Uh, so it was a lot of CEOs that have just recently stepped down. I don't think that's coincidental, man. There is something else going on um, that is way beyond our pay grade to, to, to really fully understand and grasp the concept of what's happening. But that itself is crazy. And then kind of touching on, on, on what Uban was talking about and the question that you were asking, um, you know, just as far as symptoms, uh, that could that could possibly, you know, that could very well be the case. I don't look too far into that. Uh, just, you know, we've, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's six of us in the house and we've had situations where we've gotten sick in the house and the symptoms hit us differently. Like, uh, for instance, with my wife and with my son, they'll get a sore throat first. They'll, they'll fill in the throat. Uh, another one of my sons, he feels, he feels like the headache. Uh, another one of my sons, he gets like the runny nose. Uh, so we may all have the same thing, but all of us, even, you know, as a family in the same house, all of our symptoms are different. Idris Elba, I mean, you're talking about a, a healthy individual. This dude cut out eating processed foods, processed pasta, all that stuff. So for him to have this kind of virus, yeah, with him being as, as, as healthy as he is working out and, and dieting right, yeah, he's probably not going to feel the symptoms like a Tom Hanks who's much older and dealing with type 2 diabetes. And then Donovan Mitchell in his 20s um, in tip-top shape who's taking care of himself, he, he he's not going to feel it either. <laughs> Speaking of the in the house, man, my three-year-old, I'll be trying to tell because he, he was under the weather for a little bit. You know, so runny nose and all that shit. And when the little when this uh, coronavirus came out, I'm telling him like, "Hey, go sleep in your bed." And he's like, "No, I want to sleep with you." I'm like, "Damn, kid, go fucking sleep in your bed." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey man, so y'all y'all talking about uh, close to home? So uh, let's let's throw out some more information, man. Um, Los Angeles Times put out an article earlier today uh it was released at uh 4 10 p.m today and they're just um breaking down the numbers of where the cases are um of the virus so i just want to run this list down to some folks um alhambra there's two arcadia one beverly hills one boyle heights five carson one culver city two diamond bar two encino three gardena one glendale two glendora one granada hills three inglewood two koreatown one la mirada two lancaster one long beach five manhattan beach three melrose two northridge one pasadena two san dimas one san pedro one uh, Santa Clarita and Stevenson Ranch, three. Santa Monica, one. Sherman Oaks, two. Silver Lake, one. South Pasadena, one. Tarzana, five. Torrance, two. Venice, one. West Adams, one. West Hills, three. West Hollywood, five. West Vernon, one. Westchester, one. And then they're still investigating 11, it says. So, um, 
Yeah, and then it says Los Angeles City 11. So I don't know exactly what that means and in, in, in still investigating 11. So um, that's a rundown for those of you who are listening. Um, some of those folks may be, you know, in your area. I know some of those are close to us. When you're talking about, you know, it's hitting close to home, you know, some of them are like in your in your area. Shout so. out to Watts. And we healthy in Watts, man. Hey, nobody infected in Watts, man. Or hey, man, that, that might be uh, still 11. investigating 11. <laughs> but, but you know what, man? When Speaking about where it's hitting, you know, we said close to home. I gave y'all um, the numbers on where it is out here in California. Uh, but that made me think about, I saw this report from CNN where they were talking about where it originated. I don't know if you guys saw this, but, um, then this was, a, this was like, a I want to say a month ago or some time ago when it, when it initially started, they were talking about, uh, Wuhan, China. Um, and they said that they were able to trace a strand of the virus to the seafood market in Wuhan, China, where they were selling skinned birds, snakes, and raccoon dogs, among other live animals, at the seafood market. <laughs> yeah, they said the virus is carried in bats. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if y'all saw the, uh, I'm throwing something else out there, the Netflix uh, series, Pandemic. Yeah, I watched so, an episode. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. And on that note, they were saying like pandemic flus are generally, uh, they generally come from animals. Um, you know, they were talking to uh, this professor out there, uh, I think his name was uh, Leo Leo Poon, and he was one of the first people to kind of what they call decode the virus. I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm like, hey, these people, if they have already, um, you know, found cures or found ways to contain it or, or ways to treat it, you know, we need to be talking to them. With who? Who, who who's that person that found the where's he at this dude well of course but that's what i'm saying that and that but he's in china but that also makes you think like there's so many barriers to you know just a lot of strained relationships man right right and that that in itself may, you know what to go back to idris alba's message even though we were cracking on that shit and making fun of it that's part of what he was saying was like it's time for folks to come together and like when you have a situation like this you got to work together to get this shit under wraps like to get this shit under control like and that's true today i think uh trump came out and said that it was a chinese virus so you know who knows if talks between him and you know somebody on that on the chinese side soured and so you know he comes out and bash you know just china was pissed because china was saying that it's it the 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 u.s media is is making it bigger than what it is and that it's propaganda so china was yeah china was mad behind that man and therein lies another side of the game where you have people who are saying this is bullshit this is something that the government is doing just to you know test <laughs> the onset of a purge or some shit like that you know like this could be a social experiment the other thing that i've been hearing man is that man our economy is crashing and uh this is this is kind of the cover-up to the economy crashing so if you look at like interest rates and everything they've went down and yeah then, but they you know they're they're still fluctuating though because i know um home rates have had dipped below uh three points 
So you're getting like two point something, you know, but then they bumped back up. Yeah, but they've they've just recently went back down with all of this. Um, you know, the stock market and, and, and how that is, the stocks are going down. So now people are losing money. So now you I mean, the the the, the rich folks, the people with money. They're about to start buying up all these cheap ass stocks. And after all this blows over, they're going to cash in. I mean, but that's, that's what people said last time. But shit, there's some rich motherfuckers that was committing suicide too. Shit. They was jumping off of roofs because they had lost 70% of what they, you know, what they were worth through the stock market. So, I mean, I would say that what this time, what last time should have taught us is that if you have any liquidity right now, you know, you know, go talk to a professional, somebody that is very uh, skilled or versed in the in the stock market and go and invest because I don't think we've seen the bottom. I don't think we've bottomed out yet. So, you know, if you can get in at the right time, you can go in there and cash out. You don't have to be rich or a billionaire to go in there and cash out like, you know, shit. Average Joe can go in there and cash out. You know, your cash out might be different than theirs, but you making 60, 70,000 in the stock market, you know, and them making a couple hundred million in the stock market is all the same. It's a come up, right? So um, yeah. I will say, you know, and again, if you were going to cash out your four, liquidate your 401k, it probably should have should have been maybe six months ago, six months to a year ago. And, you know, to get ready for something like this. But, um, you know, it's, 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 if you're in a good position right now, if you saved your money, if you've, if you've invested your money well, now will be a good time to get into the home market. You know, when those, when those prices dip, you can, you can get a steal in the real estate market. So it's just about who's financially, who's financially set right now to be able to make the moves that, you know, are considered like winning moves right now. You know, uh, they're talking about airlines are probably going to, in the next three to six months, going to be laying off tons of pilots, um, flight attendants, man, that that, that market's in the shitter. You can go round trip from here to New York and back for 60 bucks. One one thing I want to touch on, man, before we wrap it up is kind of swing it back to um, the sports scene and and just ask y'all how y'all feel about. So the NCAA just shut down the tournament. Um, but I don't know if you guys thought about this. Um, you know, there's athletes and uh, who are seniors who will never play again. Yeah. You know, that that was that's that's it for them. Like college is over. So their their college careers are cut short. Um, you got Vince Carter in the NBA. Um, he was planning to retire this year. Um, if the NBA does not pick up again, um, you know, was that Vince Carter's last game? Is he done? Um, you know, just if you were in those shoes, how would you feel? Uh, you know, being a college athlete and this is your last your last game or you didn't know it was your last game. And now it's all of a sudden you're done. It's over for you, man. It's disheartening, man. Um, I think there's going to be some petitions. There's players that they should petition. I mean, even I'll take it a step further and I'm going to even go to the go to the high school level Um, in the state of Minnesota, where I used to live. They were in the middle of their state playoffs and they canceled the rest of the state playoffs. So they don't have a state champion for basketball, for boys or girls, for any of the divisions because they were unable to finish. So, I mean, it's it's just a trickle down effect, man. Everybody, all these seniors, they're missing out. And um, some of the seniors are in a position to where they they didn't have a plan that 
they were they were banking on having a good game to get an opportunity for the next year. So in college, the NCAA the NCAA tournament, that's when professional scouts are kind of locked in and glued in and they're watching and you see a name start to emerge as a potential NBA player or a potent, just a potential professional basketball player, whether they're playing overseas or not. Some of them... The, Unfortunately, they're not going to get that opportunity. So, so it now sounds to me like you are saying that you think the NCAA should give them another year. It, it definitely a hardship. You, I mean, and it's going to be difficult because it's even so if they've gone terrible. through like all the way up until what was about to be March Madness. So maybe it could have been someone's last game, the next game they played. Anyway, you think this particular situation should give them the opportunity for a full additional year for hardship? I think it's case by case. So let me say that I think it's case by case. But yeah, there has to be something in place. Because even from after March Madness, let's say that they played one game in, in March and then they got eliminated from that last game until June is basically NBA workouts, combines, all those things that they're not going to be able to go to. They're unable to be invited to. None of that is going to happen. So in essence, they're they're going to miss another thing three to four months of uh, just involvement in the activity in, in, in the basketball world. So you're you're going to have to put together some kind of plan. You're going to have to work out something because even with this, the NBA isn't able to do their due diligence and scout the players. Overseas isn't able to do their due diligence and scout the players either. The NBA is just trying to worry about putting their uh, brand back out there like they they can't I, I, do shit right now. I understand that, but even still, that the the draft is still going to come. The draft is still going to take place. They're still going to have to draft players, and 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 these are players that missed an opportunity. This is an extreme situation. There 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 has not been a situation like this in college sports. So under the guise of the, the, the how extreme it is. You're going to have to give them another year. Again, I say it's case by case. The NCAA was at the end of the season. I hear you. Again, so you're, you're asking, are you asking to read? So high school kids are going to get another year of eligibility in high school as well? Or what are you saying? I think some of them are. No, nah, I think, the, I think if, you gra- if you're if you're, I, I, if you're a senior and you're slated to graduate, are you going to come back and just play the ball not? team but not be in school? Why, why not, nigga? It's a loss. Like shit happens. This is real life. It, it, it is real life, but I mean, uh, and, and so high, and I'm going to tell you the difference with no, high school and no, college. No, 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 different, nigga. No, no, <laughs> no the uh, but Uban is different in high school because high school, like college. Eh, at some point, they stop going to school to 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 focus on um you know going to the camps, different things like that. In high school, they're required to go to school. They're re- they're required to go to class. So I think in high school, it's it's that much easier. Like this kid missed school. This kid was unable to take his ACT or his SAT. So this kid isn't going to be eligible next year because he wasn't allotted the opportunity at time X, Y, and Z to get everything situated to where he could play college basketball. Well, as, as far as the that that portion, 
ACTs, SATs have been taken, that period is over. So I'm saying right now, if you're a senior in high school, you were on the fence and the last, what, two or three games, if you're in a state tournament, you didn't get a chance to play. Like we're not redoing your entire senior season so that you can chase the state championship one more time. Like scouts, if they've been looking at you, they know who you are, right? They'll take that into account. If you're on the fence, maybe that extra game or two of scouting may hurt you because they may overlook you. And that is a tough, harsh reality. And you're getting a 17 or 18 year old ready to deal with shit that life is going to throw at them. But we're not redoing your senior season in high school. That's for sure. High school is out because it's it's academia first. Motherfucker, you in high school to learn basketball is extracurricular. So we're not bringing you back so you can redo your senior season in basketball, even though you've graduated high school already. So let's 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 toss that with the with the NCAA. Fundamentally, it can't be done because who knows when this thing blows over and when it blows over, are we three months down the road, four months, five months down the road, 68 teams. You have to try and find these venues that were you had a lot at times for these for your games. Right. Okay, you have this big arena in March because you're the only thing in town. But now you're going into the summer. You're going into the fall. Shit. I mean, you damn near coming into a whole new uh, college basketball season. So at the end of the day, man, I think, you know, the NBA, because it's a it's a professional, they can try and get it going. But even the NBA at some point in time, what are you going to do if this thing blows over and it's in it's in July or August? You report back to camp in September. The season starts in October. So what is this going to be the offseason? And then you guys are going to have another mini season that leads into the playoffs. And then a month later, you're going right back to the, to the league. Talk about load management. You're going to damn well see that shit next year. Yeah. Or they, they might have to shorten. They might have to shorten next year's season. You might be looking at a, a 50 game season. Spurs <laughs> just to make up for for this. So, like, again, because it's so unprecedented, we don't know. We don't even know the outcome. So to be talking about kids getting another chance to go after the NCAA title or to go after a high school championship. Fuck all that. This shit is like it's bigger than that right now. Eventually, once some normalcy comes back, once we get some normalcy back, we can eventually trickle down to that lower level and be like, man, well, whatever happened with that season? What can we do? Can we do something about it? No, ah, fuck it. You know, like, but I'm I'm not saying just on a sports standpoint for high school. I'm saying of with missing school there. there so schools are out. We're in March right now. If schools don't come back in and, and, and they just end right. Someone can say my child didn't get enough time, didn't get this is missing that. And they could petition for another year of school. They could. They, they're missing three months. Kev, this is this is unprecedented. OK, so you're missing a portion of a semester. So you already we already gave you you already have half the year is done for sure. And now we're a third of the way into the second half of the year. So you're 66. So that's two thirds. I mean, some kids get out in May. Yeah, some kids School do get out in May for some kids. So so that's some know, end in June. But what I'm saying, we're mid-March. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we're at least a third of the way through the, the second semester. We have trends already. You're not going to be an A student. Now, if you're an A student, 
for the first semester. You're an A student for the first third of this semester. And now all of a sudden, over the next two months, you bring in C's and D's. We got something here. But I'm pretty sure that the A students will continue to be A students and will grade out accordingly. The C students... Right. Who are getting pushed by a teacher in class because you, your mom has to drop your ass off at school and make sure you get in there and you have to sit through classes and your teacher is pushing you. Guess what? You might turn into that D student getting D's and F's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do because you're not getting pushed at home. In turn, mom and dad don't come to me and petition for another year for your student because you didn't push them to do what they were supposed to do when they were at home. One of, one of the things you mentioned, though, was that. There are some parents that so so children are being fed at school. They're getting two meals a day at school. Right. And now these children are sitting at home and some of these children aren't afforded the opportunity to eat certain meals. No, just just listen. Just listen. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And now with that. So now with that, they're unable to concentrate their stress. These are extreme situations. What I'm and what, it, and what, because what it's called is it's called a hardship rule. Shit, a child starving because school ain't in session, their parents can't afford it, they're in a single home and they're stressing and their grades are dipping. And that's hardship. There are a lot of different things that fall under the guise of the guise of the hardship rule. This is the thing that falls under the guise of the hardship rule. And I'm just saying, objection, your honor. Don't be surprised when people <laughs> are using this hardship rule and they're going to use it and manipulate it to their advantage. No, I could I could see that happening. And it's totally legal. No, I can see I can see that yeah. happening. Yeah. So just just hear me out. Hear me out. They are putting things in place to take care of kids that rely on those meals. There will not be any excuses. The excuses will only come to those that don't want to do. Like the school districts, I can speak for LAUSD. They're putting programs in place to make sure that the kids get two meals a day. They're taking care of the families that can't that can't take care of themselves. So I think that's supposed to start as of uh, Wednesday. They're supposed to have certain uh, facilities in place for that. What I'm saying, Kev, is I get it. It sucks that a kid that was potentially playing to become to get a, a scholarship, even to get a walk on opportunity at a school may miss two or three games to end their career and it may affect them negatively that is what we call a life lesson i i hear what you're saying i'm just i'm telling you though i know so back in the day when we were in high school i know niggas that got the hardship rule for much less i knew a nigga that ditched school every day he went to school and was at school on campus just not going to class he fell under the hardship. They filed for hardship and got him an extra year. And he did he did a, another senior year and he played sports. That was something much less than what's going on with this. I know another dude, same school. Uh, he played football my senior year. He's one of the best football players in, in, in the city. Well, hey man, what's the he, common he, denominator he, in this shit? Every school, same school. But again, the thing no, no, for every for every high school kid, go to Kevin wherever Kevin put the school out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get you a hardship, man. Yeah, talk oh, to me. Oh shit! I, mean, I, I can, yeah, I consult with you for a, for a small fee. You know, I so look, to- so look, so look. Um, this this conversation took 
a lot of twists and turns, man, which is basically kind of how the situation is going with the coronavirus. It's taking a lot of twists and turns and you don't know what's next. There's so many avenues to this. You know, we discussed a couple different or well, several different things through the course of this. I want to get a final thought from both of y'all on this whole situation. I don't know if it's um, being sensationalized, if it's being overblown, if it's being, you know, if everything is being, I guess, covered or mediated correctly, but I've never experienced anything like this before. So, you know, I am doing research every day and listening to different stuff every day. I think everybody should, because in a situation like this, it could be conspiracy theory. It could be a social experiment. You know, I'm hearing Siri in my phone asking me questions and I wasn't asking her shit. So, you know, are they listening to our conversations? Like it's a million questions. I just say, you know, just stay ready, you know, I don't advocate violence, but if you got a firearm, get if you don't have a firearm, get one and, you know, be ready to use it depending on, you know, what happens. But and just safeguard your family, man, as best you can. I mean, there's certain things that we really have control over. But, you know, I got kids, man. I want to make sure that all three of my sons are good. Uh, I want to make sure my wife is good. You know, and I want to make sure I'm good as well. So safeguard your family, man. And shit, stay prayed up. Um. Now that everybody, you know, I'm, I'm glad that everyone's taking uh, safe measures, washing their hands, sanitizing. Now I'm going to need everybody to wash their ass. <laughs> um, but nah, all, all jokes aside, in all seriousness, <laughs> I think that uh, I think this is this is turning into a serious situation. I don't know what's really going on with this virus, how contagious it is, how many people are really affected. Watch over your loved ones, you know be cautious some of us were weren't ready the first go round with supplies um i know that i was kind of lacking and i was i was slow to uh to, to catch on as far as stocking my house with different things but now this needs to be a reminder that you you need to you need to stay ready so that when situations come and things happen like this and stores are closing that you that you're ready and you're not caught in the frenzy of the survival of the fittest Definitely agree with that. If anything, this this should show you like just have better prep if you didn't have it already just to kind of, you know, be prepared when it comes to an emergency situation, whether that be a virus or a natural disaster or whatever. You know, you never know. And yeah, just be prepared. Be equipped. Guns, whether that be guns or butter, whatever the fuck it is. Guns you know? butter, baby. Yeah, <laughs> just be ready. up y'all don't forget to follow us on ig twitter and facebook at two peas and a bong that is the number two w-o-p-e-e-z-a-n-d-a-b-o-n-g two peas and a bong that's our handle on ig twitter and facebook y'all thanks for rocking with us we'll catch y'all on the next one